Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hope all is well with you and yours, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. For it is Christmas morning of 2022, and I'm just grateful. I know there was, I said it, said it, said it. I said that there was somebody that was here today who is no longer here with us on today. There was somebody who desired to be here in the number that's no longer here in the number. But nonetheless, I am grateful, grateful, grateful that God is good and he's worthy, worthy, worthy to be praised. And I, for one, am grateful that he has watched over us and kept us up to this present moment and present time for God has just been so good to us. And I'm just grateful, grateful. So would you go into worship with me on this morning as we go into the, as they say, the holiday spirit and Sister Dominique is here for us on the day, on Christmas day, to be able to share of her gifts and talents and anointing that God has given her to um, share with us on this day. So would you worship, share with others. I know you're in the house with your family and your friends on today, but let's make this into a worship party. Let this be a time of worship and going before God in praise on this morning. Hallelujah. Sister Dominique, it's all yours. Hallelujah.
We just take a moment this morning and just give him the praise this morning as she continues to play. Just think about all this year, all that you've been through, those who were here, those who are no longer here, those who started out with you and that's no longer here with you. But God has been good to us. He's been better than good. He's been better than good. He's been alpha. He's been Omega. He's been beginning and the end, the first and the last. And I am one ample, grateful, 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 grateful to all he's done, all that he continues to do for you and I. 
How many of you know that you have something to be grateful for on this morning? I know it's Christmas morning. I know people are downstairs probably opening their gifts or in their different places doing whatever it is that they do. But I, for one, am grateful, grateful, grateful to know that he is God, to know that he is here, to know that he has kept us and he's kept us. It wasn't something that we done, but it was what he did. And I'm just grateful for his grace. I'm grateful for his mercy. I'm grateful for his kindness on this morning for God is just so good. Can you just give him a praise this morning? Just give him a praise this morning. Let somebody know that, you know what, it didn't have to be, but I am grateful that he didn't allow it to be. I'm grateful that I'm here. I'm grateful that I'm able to share with one another. I'm grateful that there is lung, um, air in my lungs and food in my stomach. I am grateful that I made it through the storm. Amen. It was a storm that came through this week and it kind of touched everybody. We had single digit temperatures over here, but you know what? Nonetheless, God has kept us. He's kept us. And I know it's not this day. It's not about all the presents and all the things and the friends and families that we get to see. Amen. But we are just grateful, 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 grateful unto him whom all blessings flow for his anointing that destroys the yoke and set the captive free. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, and the Father, Lord Jesus, we come to you this morning, Lord. We want to say we thank you. Lord, we thank you for waking us up this morning, starting us in our right mind. We thank you for the activity of our limbs. We thank you for clothes on our back, shoes on our feet, Lord Jesus, food in our stomachs, oh God. And Lord Jesus, the, and the ability and the capacity, oh God, to give your name the praise, Lord, for you've been good, Lord God. You've been Alpha, you've been Omega, Lord Jesus, you are Emmanuel, oh God. You're the Rose of Sharon, oh God. Lord Jesus, you're the Lily of the Valley, you're the bright morning star, you El Shaddai, you, Lord Jesus, you Elohim, oh God. Lord Jesus, you are the bomb in Gilead, oh God. And Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you've done, oh God, Lord Jesus, Lord. And we just don't say it because it's Christmas, oh God, but Lord, we believe and we walk in this thing, oh God, that we walk in by faith and not by sight, oh God. Lord Jesus, for you El Shaddai, oh God, Lord Jesus, Lord, you all, Lord Jesus, you are our deliverer, Lord Jesus, you are our strength, oh God, you are our peace, oh God, you are the peace in the midst of the storm, oh God, when it seems like all hell is broke against us, oh God, and it seems like we are weary and we're weary, oh God, Lord Jesus, you've been there, oh God, you are that rock in the weary land, oh God, and we're just grateful on this morning, Lord Jesus, we don't take anything for form or fashion, oh God, Lord Jesus, they could have been anywhere else, oh God, but we came and we chose to be here, Lord Jesus, to worship you. We chose to give your name, the honor, and the praise. Lord, we chose, Lord Jesus, to remind us who's first, oh God. Lord Jesus, even on this day that the world is set aside, oh God. Lord Jesus, to honor you on this day, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for our church, oh God. Lord, we thank you for this body of believers, oh God. We thank you for Sister Johnson, oh God, joining our midst, oh God, and, and, and lending her incredible talents and anointing, oh God, to us, Lord. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, Lord, for all that you've done, Lord. We thank you for all the members of the Safe House Church, how you allowed us not to lose anybody this year, oh God, Lord, how you've strengthened us in our bodies, oh God. You made us better believers, oh God. You made us stronger, oh God. You made our family stronger, oh God. Lord Jesus, for this has been the year, Lord Jesus, of the double harvest, oh God, and you've provided harvest, Lord Jesus, on each and every side, oh God, and you've been doubling, tripling, Lord Jesus, some quadrupling, oh God, Lord Jesus, and we understand that this is not about us, oh God, as we walk into the year of Rehoboth, Lord Jesus, and know, Lord Jesus, that you have made a way for us, oh God, and we thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, and we love you, Lord, and we praise you for you are worthy, you're worthy to be praised, you're worthy to be praised, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you've not worshiped them already, if you have not been in the flow already, I ain't nothing I can do for you, amen, 
for God is here and he's worthy, worthy to be praised. And I don't know what other better time it is to praise him and give his name the honor and the glory than on a Christmas morning. I don't know how much better it can be than it be on a Christmas morning that you can acknowledge that the king, number one, that he lived. And because he lived, then he had the opportunity to die. And since he died, he died for who? You and I, so that we might have the right to the tree of life. We don't deserve anything. The Bible says that what the wages of sin is death, but yet the gift of God is eternal life. And because of him, we have eternal life. And because of him, we have the 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 the, um, the spirit to walk forth and go forth. Why? Because he lives inside of us. Amen. How many are grateful that he lives inside of you on this morning? I am grateful for one that he lives inside of me. Hallelujah. Merry, Merry Christmas to each and every one of you here that's watching in on this broadcast on this morning. We're just so grateful to have each and every one of you here. I know you could be doing so many other things on this morning. I know it's Christmas and the kids are probably all up in a roar, amen. I know we celebrate and we have all kinds of gifts and things for our children as much as you know, I do also for mine, but I want to make sure that we take the time out to give the King of Kings. And the one that this whole reason, the reason for the season, is about that we got all kinds of things going on, but we must be um, mindful that we take time and take the opportunities to give our God the praise. And it's not my intention to be before you long on today. Amen. But I do believe that it's imperative that we um, we stay consistent in this space. Amen. And I think it's imperative that we come forth and we give the word of God because everybody is not happy this morning. There's some people who are not happy this morning. There's some who are depressed. There's some that are missing loved ones. There's someone somewhere that may even be contemplating taking their own life. But I want to bring that word of life on today. I want to bring hope on today. I want to bring faith on today. I want to bring joy on today. I want to bring the spirit of the living God unto you on today. Amen. That something may be said to change your mind. It may something may be said to uplift your spirit. That something may be said to make you think differently. That something may be said to think that have you to say, let me look at this a little bit from a different angle. Amen. For God is good and he's worthy to be praised. And even if things didn't go my way, he's still good. And if things didn't go the way I wanted to go, he's still good. For the Bible says it rains on the just as well as the unjust. And we're just so grateful to him from whom all blessings flow on this morning. Um, good morning and Merry Christmas to all of you all. Um, a special shout out to all the members of the Safe House Church. Pastor Ely loves you and he appreciates every each and every one of you. Those who are traveling, those who are away, amen. We understand, amen. And this is one of the nice things about being online and being virtual, amen. If you have a cell phone, you can get to us. You know, we have it on our website. We have it on YouTube. We have it on Facebook. We have it on Twitter, amen. We got it on everything, I guess, but Instagram, amen. So if you want to tune in, you have the opportunity to tune in. And then there's also replays available to you all, amen, because I think this word it's timely, and I think it's important that we get this. I also want to give a good morning to all our visitors, those who've never had the opportunity to visit the Safe House Church of Greensboro, North Carolina. I ask that you get the opportunity to go to our website, safehousechurchgso.com. Again, that's safehousechurchgso.com. Uh, we will be more than um, glad to have you come out and visit us at some point in time. For God has just been so good to us. And he's been better to us than he we have been to ourselves. Want to give a shout out to my wife, um, First Lady Ely, Amen, and and our family. And we're just so grateful for whom God has blessed us um, to um, 
serve life with amen and i'm just grateful grateful so here at the safe house church we we work off three principles we believe god has called us to be and we call it dea that's discipleship empowerment and accountability discipleship empowerment and accountability discipleship we're going to work with you we're going to teach you and we're going to go um with god's word amen and then we're going to empower you to use the gifts and talents that god is giving you to be able to help somebody else and then the last piece of this is accountability that we are accountable in this space that I don't have what I have just for me, but it is part of the larger and bigger picture. Amen. That we all here to help each other. For I am my brother's keeper. Yes, I am. Amen. So again, we want to go right into, um, I believe God has given us today. And like I said, I see all the Merry Christmases and stuff coming in to, um, the various platforms, but I do believe that there is a word from the Lord on today. Amen. And I know, you know, some say, well, are you going to come in here and rain on people's parade today? No, that's not the case. But I also, the Bible said that my people, <laughs> um, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And I want to make sure that we are knowledgeable that exactly what we're doing today, why we're doing it, and where it actually um, have come from. I know many things have been said and many things, are, but as a scholar and a man of faith and a man of the cloth, amen, I believe it's part of my responsibility to be able to give you facts and be able to speak with you from a point of um, knowledge and a point of intelligence and a point of, of of what we know to be facts. Amen. The facts are the facts. Hallelujah. All right. So um, here, as you see, I try to be festive as possible. Y'all know that ain't all my thing, but nonetheless, I think we did okay, man, with my background here today. All right. So we want to go to the book of, let me give you um, the scripture that I believe we have for us on today. We want to go to the scriptures here. We want to go to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah, Isaiah. We want to go to the book of Isaiah. We want to go to Isaiah, the seventh chapter, verse number 10. Um, Isaiah, the seventh chapter, verse number 10. We're going to go 10 through 16. And um, and we'll go, thus saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, those who have their Bibles, ask that you have it ready. And be prepared. And I will go ahead and I will share screen with others. Amen. I know some of you don't have it with you. Or you may be traveling or you may be listening to us. Amen. I'm just grateful, grateful for God and all his glory and all his blessings to store upon us. All right. So let's switch this screen here. Bible. There we go. All right. As we read the Bible here. Let's go here um, real quickly. Give me one second. Computer running a little slow here. Well, that's what happened when you got a whole bunch of programs open, I guess. Amen. <laughs> All right, let's read. All right, so seven, and um, we want to start at verse um, number 10. And it says this. Moreover, the Lord spake against unto Isaiah, saying, Ask thee a sign of the Lord, thou God. Ask either in the depth or in the height above. But as I said, I would not ask, neither will I tempt the Lord. And he said, Hear ye now, O house of David. Is it a small thing for you to weary men? But will you weary my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and shall bear a son 
and shall call his name Emmanuel. Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the child shall know to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land that thou arbest shall be forsaken of both her kings. Let's put emphasis on verse number 14. And therefore the Lord shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. So if I was going to use for a subject on this morning, I want to talk with you from the um, subject of Christmas, why, when, where, and how. Christmas, why, when, where, and how. Let's pray. Oh, Lord, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we come to you right now. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for this amazing opportunity, Lord, to share your word on this day that the world has set aside, Lord Jesus, to celebrate you. Lord, I ask that you help us on today. Lord, help us to articulate this word. Lord, help us to be able to give this word, Lord Jesus, with clarity. Lord Jesus, that people understand, oh God, and know, Lord Jesus, that you are the King of kings and that you're the Lord of lords. And besides you, there is no other. For you're the Alpha, you're the Omega, the beginning and the end, Lord. And we celebrate you, Lord Jesus, on every day. Not just this day, but every day, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, and we love you, and we praise your name. We ask you to do all these things and others in the powerful name of Jesus. For we know this one thing, and we know this to be true, that we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. Amen. So our subject on today is simply Christmas. Why, when, where, and how. Why, when, where, and how. And as I was inquiring of the Lord, I said, Lord, what would you have me to do? And, you know, God always constantly brings me back to my roots. You know, I started and I am a teacher. I'm a teacher by trade. I enjoy helping people. I enjoy helping turn the light bulb on. I enjoy the aha moments in people's lives. And as many of us you know, um, God has given many of us talents and there are things that some of us do that are just extraordinary. And some, you know, and I like to believe that every one of us have a super talent. There's something that God has just given us that we just do so well that we don't even almost have to try, but we just do it well. Amen. Some of you can sing. Some of you can dance. Some of you are poets. Some of you are athletes and all kinds of things. And for me, my superpower is teaching. Yeah, um, I do my best to try to, you know, preach and, and articulate these things. But sometimes you just go back to basics. And, you know, that's often said that preaching gets them, but teaching keeps them. And I like to think that, you know, we are together as a church body because of the teaching that it goes on in this ministry. Amen. I tell people quickly, I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. I lay the facts out. And then you have the opportunity to believe because God asked us to believe him. What? Because we want to, not because we are forced to. That's the difference. If you go and you look at all these other religions and stuff and like things are forced to do, but it's like, but if you don't, there is consequences for your actions. So I want to be as transparent as possible as we explain, you know, what is Christmas? Why? When? Where? And how? Oh, today. Amen. So, of course, I'm digging in facts. You know, because I'm a fact dealer, amen. Not only do I deal in hope, but I also deal in facts. All right, so let's go. It's still in some facts real quick. Would y'all, you know, y'all walk this walk with me today? All right, let me.
me get this Christmas sign. Let's say, Paul, let me put you over here because I need this space. All right. All right. All right. All right. So let's start out with, so, you know, as a good teacher, you always kind of start out with some definitions and origin of things and where things come from. And I want to start that out here on today. So let's pull up my screen here. Okay. Now, there it is. Is that it? Yes. All right. So let's start out with this origin here, the origin story. The word Christmas itself is actually a two-part word. It is a word that's been put together. Actually, in English, we call it Christ Mass. Christ Mass. Christ Mass. And as I was studying, I found that to be very interesting. Like, okay, this is a two-part word. And in um, Old English, you know, it's the Christie's Massies. Um, and known as Christmas, as you can see there. You can see the flow chart. And then in English, we call it Christ Mass. And we know affectionately to be called Christmas, okay? So with those two things going on, this is how we come up with the word Christmas itself. Now, if you go back and you look at the origin of Christmas, origin, the origin of Christmas itself actually came from the Roman Empire. Now, we know the Roman Empire, you know, the whole book of Romans was with, um, was um, Paul's letter to the church at Rome and all these different things that were going on there. Um, uh, excuse me, I think it was Paul's letter. Excuse me if I was wrong on that. But um, it was, you know, all these things that was going on in the Roman Empire. And, and the Roman Empire, we know, would be was the superpower of its time, much like the United States is right now. Um, you know, even though we're, you know, we're declining in some areas, but we are a world superpower. And at the time, the Roman church was a superpower itself. And in the Roman church, what you find is that the Roman church practices this, what we call Catholic, you know, being Catholicism or Catholic, amen. And if being Catholic, what you um, would um, what you would find in being Catholic is that the Catholic um, are very regimented and they have some very sacred things that they do. Um, they're um, and you and if you ever been to a, a Catholic mass, you'll know what I'm talking about. They have very strict rules and um, things that they do, but they also are part or have been or are seen as Christians in the um, the United States and most of the world. So. When you're talking about Christians, you know, um, not I'm sorry, not Catholics are Christian, but Catholicism, they do celebrate some of the things in Christianity. Let me make sure I get this straight because I want to make sure I get this right. All right, so Catholics, you know, so that's why you see some people say, well, these are Catholics, and then, then you have the Protestants, and you have all these different reformations and things. And, and the word religious, I mean, it's very depth, and it can go, you know, forever, forever, forever. I mean, you got all kinds of sex. That's, you know, I mean, it's so many different world religions. It's ridiculous. Okay. So, but here, what we find is that in the Roman um, empire in 336, um, the Roman empire was being ruled by Const um, Const Constantine. And what we find with Constantine is that Constantine had ch chosen to make the Roman empire a Christian nation. So by Constantine choosing to make the Roman Empire a Christian nation, then everything went towards Christianity. So all the things that they had before, he removed them. And things that they did and the religious things that they did, he started to make it to what they was the official religion of the um, of, of Rome. And since it was the official religion of Rome, then that was going to be the dominant religion. And this is what was pushed down from the, um, the palace, so to speak. So in this being pushed down from the, the palace, then there was this change to come about. Now, Christian, I mean, the um, the part of um, Christmas itself, why it got celebrated in the time 
that they got celebrated. We're talking about the wind of the fall of the year comes in from the paganism. When we talk about pagans, pagans um, believed in multiple gods and they had gods over this and gods over that. And in particular, they, they worshiped the god of the winter solstice. solstice. And in the winter solstice, what the winter solstice was, this was the time that they believed that the, the, hard, the, the hard part of winter, when, winter was over. And since the hard part of winter was over, then they had a big festival and they and they called and they brought themselves together and they they worshiped their gods. And this is where we get the time of the year. So this is why the um, celebration of Christmas is in the fall. I mean, is in the, the winter time. Let me stay with me. I got a little bit more to go. So let's pull this all together. Now what we find is so what happens is now you have the the Roman. Um, you have the, the Roman um, Const, um, Constantine who has now declared that Christmas, I mean, not, I mean, not the Christmas at this point, but that the um, the Roman Catholic Church, I mean, the Roman Empire was going to be um, Christian. And then you had the paganism who were already there and they were celebrating their stuff during the winter solstice. Watch this. So now in a political move, politics is still here, in a political move to go against Watch this. To go against what the pagans were doing, they move their celebration of Christ's birthday to the winter time. In particular, the winter solstice. And this is how we come up with the day of the 25th. So with the day of the 20th, on the 25th, we know as believers that Jesus was not born on December 25th. This is just a day that has been set aside to celebrate him being born. And I, I'm for one, I'm grateful to know that he was born. I'm grateful to know that he is risen. And I'm grateful to know that he has died for our sins. But we know that Jesus was not born. In fact, the theologians tell us that they believe Jesus was born either in early, you know, early April or in September. They don't know for sure, but they believe that he was either born in April or the September time period, not in the winter solstice. So the reason this was moved to, like I said, again, to the winter solstice is because they were in direct competition with what the pagans were doing. So they believed that it was a good idea to move the celebration of Christ's birthday in 3036. So the first time we ever hear of this thing called Christmas was in what? 30, 30 I mean, 336. And they moved it to that time period. And when they moved it to that time period in 336, then they celebrated and they celebrated in direct correlation to what? I mean, direct opposition to what the pagans were doing. So you hear people say, oh, well, Christians is, um, the Christianity thing itself is pagan and this and that. And that's not necessarily true. Because what happens is what they did is they did it to be in competition to. Mm -hmm. Because they believe, you know, since it was Christianity, they would be the dominant religion and they wanted to wipe out paganism. So once they wanted to wipe out paganism, what they did is they put themselves in direct competition with paganism. And therefore, Christmas was celebrated at the same time as the winter solstice. So, yes, you know, the winter solstice celebration, they were already doing this. But now they do it. Here come the Christians to bring Christmas um, um, at this time. Now, remember, Christmas is what Christ mass. Christ Mass. So, you know, anything about the Catholic faith, they have what they call, they don't call it church service, they call it Mass. And in Mass, what they do is they all come together in one form to what? To celebrate and to get affirmation and, and show solidarity in their faith. So now what we call Christ, we know Christ is what? Christ is king and Christ is come and Christ is love and Christ is power and Christ is strength. So what they come with knowing that, what? That they come and they use that that you have Christ, uh-huh, 
So they bring Christ, and this is his mass. So Christ's mass was what? A day of celebration that they will all come together in mass. Watch this. They will come together in mass to celebrate Christ. Did y'all catch that? This is where Christmas comes from. So don't let nobody try to tell y'all it's a pagan holiday. No, it was in direct competition to the pagan holiday. Yes, the pagan holidays were happening. Yes, they were already there. But Constantine, I'm telling you, Google it. Go look it up. Y'all know I don't give you nothing but the facts. Amen? Because I, I have a reputation to uphold as a scholar, so I'm going to give you facts. Okay? So if you go and you go find out, you'll find that Constantine in 30, 30, 336, this is the first time we hear of Christmas, that they have a Christmas, Christmas, meaning that a mass service, that they all come together and decide to celebrate in solidarity that Christ lived and he was born, and he was born, what, of a virgin named Mary, and that she, what, shall conceive a son and he said that it would be a witness to all of us and his name shall be called Emmanuel. Emmanuel meaning what? God is with us. Oh, come on, somebody. Are y'all with me this morning? I just want to educate a little bit today. I just want to you know, help God's people a little bit today so that you'll know, so you'll understand why, so that when you talk about things, you talk from a point of view that things that you need to, that you know and not things that you speculate. People say all kinds of things all the time and they say this, but do the research. It didn't take much. It doesn't take much, but know that what? When we celebrate Christmas, what we're doing, we're selling Christ in mass. We're selling Christ in mass, meaning that we all together on one accord say, Lord God, we thank you for this day. Lord, and Lord God, we celebrate you being born. Yes, we know you weren't born in the winter solstice. Yes, we know that you were born a different time, but Lord, we come together to say, Lord, thank you. Lord, we come together to say, Lord, we appreciate you. We come together and say, Lord, we're going to lift you up. Lord, we come together and say, Lord, we're grateful that what, that you was willing to come down and robe in flesh and to give yourself up for us so that what we might have the right to the tree of life. That's simply what Christmas is. It is what a mass service to say, God, I love you. It's a mass service to say, Lord, I'm grateful that you live. It's a mass service that says, Lord, I am, Lord, I am in awe of your majesty. Lord, I'm in awe of your power. I'm in awe of your strength. Lord, and I realize and I understand that if it was not for you, Lord, that I would not be where I would be. If it was not for you, I would not be able to do what I do. Lord, if it was not for you, Lord, I couldn't move and walk and talk. And then what happens with the gifts? Well, if you notice here, we go back to what the wise men, the wise men came and saw him. Remember, Jesus was already born when the wise men got there. In fact, if you notice what, remember I talked about this on last week, remember a lot of them were what? Mathematicians and astronomers. So they noticed that something in the moon, I mean something in the in the heavens had changed. And because they knew something in the heavens has changed, then what did they do? They followed that light. And in fact, what Herod told them to come back and said, when you find him, you come back and tell me where he is. But then the spirit of God instructed them to say, when you find him, keep going on where you need to be going. Keep moving on. Because what? I don't want them to know where he is. So when they actually get there, Jesus is already born. Jesus is already there. Jesus is a, at least a, probably a couple of days old. And they bring him, what, frankincense and myrrh. And all these things are what? Um, gifts to the king to acknowledge him as being king. So what we do is then what? Then they started what? Because of celebration and mass, what we did was what? We started giving gifts to one another. And then there were other people who started this. And then there were other people who became famous like St. Nicholas and these individuals who became famous over time. And then what the Western world took that to the next level and they commercialized it. Come on, y'all. As they say, I'm dropping game for you today on Christmas Day. 
if you got the time to listen. So then what? Now the Western world commercializes it and they turn it into what? A payday. So now you can see why people can say, okay, well, it's nothing but a pig and holidays. The time that people are getting their money. Yes, we have turned that to that. Yes, the Western world has turned that to that. But for many, it's still Christ's mass, meaning that what? We come to Christ in mass to celebrate him. So yes, you may give a couple of gifts today. Yes, you may spend some time with family and friends on today. But this is what to remind us that what Christ, what he wants us to do, he wants us to have life. And he wants us to have life more abundantly. He told us to what to love our families and, and to cherish one another and what to rebuke the evil and serve in the good. And even in the Bible, in Isaiah 7, 14, it says that what? That he will come and he what? He should be butter and he should eat butter and honey, meaning that he going to eat the good of the land. What you know about butter and honey? Well, you know one thing for butter. Well, butter is what? The fat. Oh, come on, somebody. And if you have fat, that means you have what? Too much. If you have too much, that means you have abundance. If you have abundance, that means your cup run it over. And if your cup is running over, then that means you have something to give to somebody else. Oh, come on, somebody. And then the Bible also tells us that when he was to eat honey, what you know about honey, honey has a purity to it. Uh-huh. Honey, what? Honey lasts for years. Honey is one of those things they say it has a shelf life over a hundred years. So what honey has lasting power. And in fact, the other thing about honey is that what is sweet to the taste. Amen. Matter of fact, honey is what can almost be so sweet that it can be overpowering in many aspects. So not only did he say you're gonna have the, the the fat of the land, not only did he say you're gonna have the, you're gonna have more than enough, but you're also gonna be what? It's gonna be sweet when you have it. Oh, come on, somebody. How many of you know that Jesus is sweet? It's the song that says he is sweeter as the days go by. And I know that he, what, he has more than abundance and he's sweet. And the Bible also said that what he would do, he would refuse the evil. So when the evil things came, that he would refuse them. And what he's telling us to do is that we have to walk by faith and not by sight to know that when the evil comes, that we are refuse the evil and we are to choose the good. We have an opportunity to choose today. So you can choose and call it paganism and all this thing, but I choose to worship Christ in mass. I choose to worship him in, in fullness. I choose to worship him in glory. I choose to worship him in his righteousness. I choose to worship him in his totality of who he is. Because we all today come together and what? Say that today is Christmas and that what? We acknowledge that Christ in mass that he lived. <laughs> We acknowledge Christ in mass that he is. We acknowledge Christ in mass that he's glorified. We acknowledge Christ in mass that he's alpha, that he's omega. He's the beginning. He's the end. He's El Shaddai. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. He is our keeper. He's our way maker. He's the potter and I'm the clay. And he's continually putting us back together again. Are y'all with me this morning? So what is it? What is the why? The why of Christmas is that what we celebrate Christ in mass. When do we, we chose to celebrate it in the winter solstice. Why? So we can show the others that Christ lives, that Christ is it, that Christ, you can forget all these little gods you have with these little G's, all these other little kings you have with the little K's, that what, the Bible says what, that forsaken of both her kings, meaning that those little kings, that what, I'm here to remind you today that there is a king, there is one who rules all, there's one who's over all, that one who has power over all, there's one who has everything in his hand, and that's what I'm coming today to remind you that we do this in mass at Christmas. Oh, come on, somebody. 
Then the where, the where, what, the where is wherever you are for God lives inside of us. He lives inside of us. He said, I will be a river of living water inside of you. If you choose to serve Christ, if you choose to serve him, he said that I will enter in and that what I should what flow Flow, flow. So always often, where are you in the flow? That what Christ wants to live in you. So where does it happen? It happens anywhere you want to be, baby. Why? Because he lives inside of you. And if he's living inside of you, and if you're walking, and if you're talking, and you're denying evil, and you're accepting good, and you're giving good to others, then what? He is in you. He said, well, if I be lifted up from the earth, oh, come on, somebody, then I shall draw all men unto me me. So it's not my job to do it, but he said that he would do it. All I got to do is lift them up. All I got to do is live right. All I got to do is celebrate Christ in mass. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I know it's Christmas, but we celebrate Christ in mass. All right. So then he goes on and say, well, how do we celebrate? He said, well, those who worship me, worship me, what is spirit? And in truth. So I can't be living a lie. I got to walk in truth. I got to talk this talk. I got to walk this walk. And I need it to be married. Why? Because I'm going to do it happily. The word merry means what? Happy. So happy Christ mass. Happy Christ mass. That means happy day of what? Christ, I'm going to do this in joy. I'm going to do it with love. I'm going to do it with power. And I'm going to be happy about celebrating Christ in mass with all my brothers and sisters from all around the world that we celebrate him in mass on today to know that what this day that we call Christmas is our declaration to tell pagans and others that what we stand here today and our God is so powerful that he overtakes anything that you want to do. He overpowers anything you want to do because he is the one. He is the alpha. He's the omega. He has it all in his hand and it's nothing that he can't do and what he will what overtake them. The Bible said that what that he should what bruise the head of the serpent and uh, step on the head of the serpent and that serpent will what just bruise his heel so that tells me that what satan is under my feet and as we come today to celebrate i want to remind you today that we celebrate christ in mass why because he lived why because he was born under virgin why because he was a sign why because he was emmanuel with us when do we do what well, we chose to do it in the winter hospital i choose to do it every single day but at least the entire world will acknowledge one day out of the year that what christ celebrate christ in mass that we give his name the honor and the glory when i mean why, where do i do it i do it inside of me because he said wherever i would be Lord, he said there are two or three there 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 in the midst there will I be, and I am glad that he is here in the midst with us. And how do I do it? I do it in a spirit and in truth. <laughs> I do it in spirit and in truth. So I worship him on today. I hope you worship him on today as we celebrate Christ in mass, that we all come together in mass to acknowledge his love, to acknowledge his power, to acknowledge his strength, to acknowledge his grace, to acknowledge who he is, for it's he that's made us and not we ourselves. So this morning, I want to say Merry Christmas to you from the Safe House Church. I want to say Merry Christmas to you. Why? Because we are coming together in mass to celebrate God's grace, his mercy, that he lived, that he died, and he's still what living inside of us.
Merry Christmas. If you'll be so kind on today, even on this Christmas day, the ministry of the Lord must go on. And we have needs and we have things that we need. But would you be so kind to sow a seed into our ministry? Here at the Safe House Church, um, we take our offerings and, and tie the offering by way of the cash out. The cash app is you know, um, cash app. Um, it's the app on your phone, and you can just go straight there and select dollar sign Safe House Church GSO. Again, that's dollar sign Safe House Church GSO. Or you can do PayPal.me forward slash Ministry Aid. Again, it's PayPal.me forward slash Ministry Aid. Amen. The Bible in St. Luke 6 38 says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and run it over that men shall give unto your bosom. God bless you all. Thank you for that. And we look forward to celebrating in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We are back. I'm grateful. I hope that you have had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas morning thus far. Amen. I want you to spend much time with your families. Go and celebrate with them. Spend time with them. Love on them. Let them know that how much you love them. But also remember that we celebrate this day, Christ in Mass, meaning that we all come together to acknowledge that Christ is King. Amen. That he lived. Amen. And that this is, Not that he was born in the winter solstice. We know better than that. But this was the time that they chose to be in direct opposition to that which the pagans have set up. They say that our king is the king of kings and he's the Lord of lords. God bless you all. Love you all. I hope that this has been a blessing to you all. And if the Lord's will, we'll see you all on Bible class on Wednesday night. Take care. Love you all. And give your families my best. Love you. Bye-bye.